Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get podcasts. Hey, party people, it's me, Phoebe Lynn Robinson, and I'm back in your feed to make a do-do-do-do announcement. Okay, so unless you've been living under a rock, you know that season two of the Two Dope Queens HBO specials are out now, so watch them. Anyway, to celebrate, we'll be sharing our favorite all-time podcast episodes right here for the next month. It's a great place to start as a new listener to the show or if you just want to relive some of that hilarious black girl magic. And you know what else? There's more great shows coming your way from WNYC Studios, starting with yours truly and the return of so many white guys on Tuesday, March 19th. That's right. You heard it here. We're back, baby. So set your clocks. Mark your Sierra Club calendars for March 19th because this season is going to be the best. Make sure you don't miss it. Subscribe to So Many White Guys wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. Oh, now listen to this wonderful birthday episode of Tito Queens with Jon Stewart. It's one of the most memorable shows that Jessica and I have ever done. Hope you love it as much as I do. YQY. Previously on Two Dope Queens. Hey, Michaels, give me my picture frame. Have you tried a vibrator yet? Have you done AIM? No, it's on my list. Is it number one? No, it's like number one million. Edges are a social construct. Mmm, Michael Fassbender's peen. You shut up, you shut up. I want peen, I want peen. I heard a white man call another white man the N-word. Ah. Sorry, Bert. YQY. Stop saying YQY. We're back, bitches. It's the first episode of season two of Two Dope Queens. Yo, it's been too long. Actually, we know it hasn't been that long, but we really, really, really miss doing the show. You know? Yeah, totally. Hey, by the way, I'm Phoebe Robinson. And I'm Jessica Williams. We are so excited to bring you brand new episodes of our hot, tight little podcast. Ew. And I gotta say, that was sexy. And also, these are some of our best shows yet. And today's show, well, it's extra special. Like, super special. Like, the most extra super special. Jess, do you have any guesses why? Why, why, why? Um, is it because it was my birthday show? Yes, it was such an amazing night. Don't you freaking deter me. <laughs> it really was amazing. Plus, there was a ton of silly string, which I accidentally sprayed into a girl's face while pretending to jerk off on stage. Okay, you know what? Let's just get to the episode, all right? Yeah. <laughs> and you oh, did it right so in your sorry. face. You didn't ask her for permission. It was unexpected. For the you know, people you're listening. a part of the fucking patriarchy now. You know that, right? For the people listening at home, I was demonstrating coming. Like by... directly into the audience, FYI. Right. And there was just like this beautiful. Beautiful, just gorgeous curls, like Sex and Jesus. City season two. Like so, just great. Like, and like I... not a perm, like. Yes, and I ejaculated silly string directly into her face. And so not only did the silly string not come out, it splattered. <laughs> and the woman, she was both surprised and delighted. Yeah. She and was a little bit disappointed right. that it happened. She's like a vet. She's like, I've been here before. Yeah. This is this not- is my third tour. I get it. <laughs> Again. Not the venue I expected to have yeah. that happen again in. But. Yes. My, I will buy you a drink later. That way, yeah, I'm sorry. That's, that's for you. That's what no, guys do, really. right? You buy a drink really? after you. They should. 
should. I've never happened, had it happen to me, but you should buy a woman a drink if you jizz in her face. I'm just saying. I just think... Like, at minimum. And hopefully one came before the other. Right. <laughs> I don't well, know. What's up? Happy almost birthday, Jess. Thank you so much. I'm really excited. This show tonight is going to be unbelievable. We got some surprises for y'all, including a couple that I don't know about mm-hmm. that Phoebe did with WNYC, so... I wore Spanx for this. this what? Like... You didn't tell me. You look so good. Your shirt is so savage. I love it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm voting for dad, but who's single? <laughs> <laughs> Just so, so ill-informed. Um, but I think, I think DadBot 16 is, like, actually a great platform. Yeah. And Why I feel, is it a good... What's, what is the platform? What does it stand for? It's just, like, you know, like, hot dudes past their prime. Um, but, like, they have, like, a good heart. Like, that's it. <laughs> I forgot you, like, love older dudes. I do want an older gentleman. I, yeah. That's where I'm at in life. You were telling me uh, earlier you had to, like, drag somebody today. Was it an older dude? It was an older dude. Um, so I, I am single, as I've made that clear many times. Just... That, yeah, you definitely yeah, said I mean... that. <laughs> uh, and so I did a show on Tuesday, stand-up show, and uh, I met this, it, was, it went well. Everyone like, had a great set. And like, I was hanging out with some of the comics afterwards. And this guy like, remembered something from my set, so he asked me about it. And he's like, oh, I live in... <laughs> he's, like, he's like nice at this point of the story. Um, I hate it. <laughs> he's a piece of shit. He asked you a question. Fucking go. Uh-huh. Die. I love when girls talking like, I can't believe it. They like swallow their words. I how dare that's how, that's how some girls do. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I says ball um, That's like how they talk in California. Like right? I miss it all the time. <laughs> and so we like hit it off. We like had a drink. I had a glass of rosé. Um, thank you. That's my drink of choice. That's it's cheers to you guys. Choice. Cheers. And so um, this guy and I, we hit it off. He's, uh, he's 42. And I was like, sick. Right? I was like, super sick. Uh, <laughs> that is so lit. Um, yeah. Great. And so we... <laughs> I don't throw up yet. You know what it is? Y'all just encourage this behavior. <laughs> no one really has to fucking hear it. <laughs> And okay. so we like, he's like a community organizer and like a visual artist. He's, mm, I was like, this amazing. is really cool. Uh-huh. He had like a man bun. I'm like, this is an adventure I've never uh-huh. been on. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. cool, very cool. Uh-huh. Um, and so we exchanged numbers. Uh-huh. And uh, then he like friended me on Facebook. And then we like started chatting and everything was nice. And he was like, oh, I didn't know Two Dope Queens was your podcast. I just discovered it. I love it. I've been listening to it. And I was I like, I mean, it's like fine. Yeah. It's <laughs> 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 I mean, we're not, we're the best. We are we're the best. We're literally the, the best. Hamilton of Brooklyn. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so. We had been talking, and then today I like hit him up, and I was telling a girlfriend about this. She's like, "You should just ask him out. He's been talking to you." Like, yeah, he's like, and I've never, I've never asked out a gentleman before, so I was like, "This is hashtag very no- uh, ner- ner- nerve wracking." Uh-huh. I can't even say it. It's There's so scary. Hashtag? You're like scared. <laughs> really what scared. So what happened? What'd you say? So I was like, uh, we, we talked about our need of mutual self care. Like that was earlier. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> okay, but also I guess the rule is like. There's no awes about macking. Like, you can't shit on somebody's flirt right. text. You have to, like... Because it's, like, all trash. Right. It's, it literally is terrible until you're in a relationship, yeah, and then yeah. you're, like, not garbage. You're, like, so. you know... You're, like, I farted at home thinking of you. Like, that's real. Right. <laughs> okay, so... so I was you guys like, were talking about self, right. self-care. And I was, like... <laughs> I was, like, want to self-care with me this weekend? Rosé. That's beautiful. And then what did he say? 
And so he was he was like, well, that's certainly a compelling invitation if I've ever heard one. Winky uh, face. Too many words. Too many words. Too Not many done. words. Not done. Too many words. And then he continues and goes, I guess this is the part where I must officially declare I'm actually in a relationship. <laughs> So he finishes me? and he goes, hashtag, hope it's not awkward. Hope it's not an awkward thing because, because I think you are awesome and really enjoyed meeting you. So then I go, I go, not awkward, but like dumb because why would you take my number? Makes no sense. Drag him. Literally drag right. him to hell. <laughs> and I was like, anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> so there he goes. Uh, and then, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about what he said. I know, I know. And he goes, uh, yeah, I get that. I, my apologies. But... On the other hand... There is no other hand. I know, Here's I know, the I other know. hand. The other hand is... <laughs> and so he goes, well, on the other hand, I really like getting to know fierce, smart, talented... Why? Okay. Yeah. Wait, okay. let me finish this. Dude, I'm so fucking over this dude. Right. Okay, All right. Going. Hilarious people, like and well, mine. you are one of them. So I write back, and this is where I like read him and filthy. He never wrote me back. Read him. Um, read him. So I was like, uh, duh, yeah, I know I'm all these things. <laughs> Which is why I'm out in these streets getting attention from dudes. You have a girlfriend. This was so disrespectful of you to pull some BS like this. We're too old for this nonsense. You know better. And you ought to do better by her and by me. If you, if you truly believe I'm all these dope things and you wouldn't have wasted my time, don't do trifling and raggedy ass stuff like this again. <laughs> Uh, she doesn't. Your girlfriend doesn't deserve a guy going around getting random women's number. Uh, enjoy the rest of Two Dope Queens, though. It gets funnier and funnier by the end of the season. Phoebe, wait, Phoebe. Always be closing. Phoebe. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, motherfucker. Phoebe. After that, he was like this. He was like... <laughs> Drag him. He, he's so terrible. But why do guys do this? It's such a waste of time. That's my, like, when I go to colleges and guys are like, what, how would I talk to women? Don't fucking baby dick. Don't baby dick. <laughs> and don't fucking waste people's goddamn time. Yes. So many people are out there wasting time. He wasted your time. You're never going to get that time back. I know. I know. At the end of your life, when you replay everything... <laughs> <laughs> You dragging him is going to be what you remember for like half a second. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, so that was my, uh, that's my adventure in dating right now. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. Have you had any shitty dudes harass you lately or Harass lately. I don't know. Sometimes I like meet dudes and they uh, don't, like I met this dude at a bar and he was just like, he was with his friends, and he was like, oh, fuck, you're on The Daily Show. Okay. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then it was just silent. Like, there was no, oh, oh pretty good, or oh, no, you know? Right. And then finally, he was like, oh, cool, you're pretty good, you're pretty good, you're pretty good. And I was like, okay, thank you so much. Um, he was like, I hate your boss, though. And I was what? like, what? He was like, yeah, I hate your boss. And it's like, even if you do... But which one? He, no. <laughs> I'm like, well, he hated, he was telling me, he was, he went out of his way to tell me that he hated Trevor. And for me, I was like, don't, even if you feel that way, the fucking audacity yeah. of you to tell me that. And like, what am, what am I supposed to say to that? Yeah. You're going to like report back to Trevor. Yeah, like, like, what BT dubs. 
Word on the street from one dude. There's this jabron. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but I feel like it's sort of this like entitlement sometimes. Totally. So I had to like kind of read him a little bit. And I was just like, what if I like came to your work and told you like I didn't like the way you're fucking boss was saying shit to you, you know? And he was like, whoa, well, calm down, you know, calm down. You don't have to get, like, Ew. all aggressive. But that's the thing, too, is I feel like sometimes people have a problem with female anger. You know what I mean? Right. It's not even anger. You're just, like, standing up for yourself and being, yeah. a, like, a citizen of this planet. Yeah, like, like that's it. I'm literally being a human being. Right. Like, you, you pay your taxes. Like, yeah. you know what you want from Starbucks before yeah. you get in line. Yeah. Like, you are a good person. Literally. Like, You're I a good person. try. Like, I try. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I did promo Two Dope Queens quite a bit. So yeah. I felt good. I felt it good about like that. It like we definitely got a follower. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got a new listener, which is really, <laughs> at the end of the day, what's most important. You want to get it started? Yeah, let's do it. Are you guys ready for more show? You guys, this show is going to be so like Hamilton. You won't, you'll be like, Hamilton what? <laughs> you got to stop saying that. No, they need to know. And we need, <laughs> we need to get flagged by somebody from Hamilton. We can get Hamilton tickets. Oh, that's true. I'm out here in these streets trying to get us tickets. We, the fact that we haven't got like that Lin-Manuel like didn't like G-chat us about it is like... <laughs> We just got to start saying crazy shit yeah. about Hamilton. <laughs> like, we need to get in the newspaper about yeah. Hamilton. <laughs> I'd be down for that. Yeah, it's going to be good. That's we'll gonna figure good. it out. We're yeah. going to get to Hamilton one day. Has in, have any have of you, you been Hamilton? to Hamilton? Have you heard of it? You guys heard of this? Okay, play? so you guys didn't think to invite us. Cool, cool, cool. That's, that's great. It's fine. All right, let's keep this show... <laughs> let's keep this show moving right yeah, let's along. Do it. So the next act we're going to bring up, he's very funny. You may have seen him recently on Colbert at the conventions. He also has his own show called The Eric Andre Show. Please give it up for Eric Andre! Sorry, yes! (laughs) Anarchy! Fuck! Holy shit! I was... Yeah, bullshitting back there. I'm not prepared. I'm high as hell. Where my weed smokers at? Make some fucking noise. Because I'm a narc. Book them. Bring them in, boys. You're under arrest. You ever smoke a big-ass joint and you just blow it right into a baby's face? Like, we got to make this kid cool, daddy-o. Grab the Miles Davis records and the fucking Kerouac books. Eisenhower's a drag. I'm on the road with Dean Moriarty. I like uh, LSD is my favorite drug. I, I drop acid and I jerk off to anime all the time. I jerk off to Sailor Moon. I don't care. You're gonna judge me? We're about to get slam poetry up here. Around here in the sounds. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, be a select start. If life gives you gators, make Gatorade. Bukaki. I am a feminist. I believe in equal rights for both genders. Thank you. When someone says something ridiculous, I don't always go like this. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, right. I, uh, I also watch reverse roll bukkake where six to 10 women squirt on a Japanese businessman's face. I'm progressive. I also want to come up with a character called Andrew Nice Clay, who's just like Andrew Dice Clay, but he's a feminist. He's like, oh, I'm respecting my wife like an intellectual equal over here. Oh! There was an old lady who lived in a shoe. She didn't have any kids because abortion is a personal choice, not a state matter. 
Gloria Steinem's my fucking hero over here. Ow! Old Mother Hubbard went to a cupboard to fetch her appointment for a yearly mammogram. That's twice a year over 70 ladies hour. I should have stopped at the fucking whatever. <laughs> I just like doing that cadence. Uh, I went to Nepal. I went to Nepal. I went to a Buddhist monastery in Kathmandu. And uh, I got diarrhea right away. And, and then I'm, I'm watching CNN. I'm watching Anthony Bourdain. Does Anthony Bourdain just shit you who year fucking round? There's no way. There's no fucking way. This guy's eating street meat off the floor of the Congo like he's a hyena and he's not going to the bathroom every five minutes. Anthony Bourdain's asshole must look like a guar video. It's just like a fucking trauma film. It's just a giant caterpillar with teeth spewing molten hot lava. There's no way that that guy's not in the bathroom every five seconds. I'm eating at a five-star restaurant in Nepal and I got fucking water poop. And he's just all fucking casual. Oh, this is man, this is man here, man, man, man. Anthony Bourdain's plumbers must fucking hate him. They're just like, going to Bourdain's again. Also, uh, Mountain Dew commercials in, um, so Nepal's right above India, so there's like tons of Indian television. Uh, I was watching tons of Indian television in Nepal, and um, Mountain Dew commercials in India are the most self-important commercials. Like Mountain Dew commercials in America are like, grab a babe, a beer, and a dude, dude, cowabunga, fucking legalized bath salt, bro, woo, 420, woo, grab a dude, bro. They're like written by Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles, the fucking... But the... <laughs> but the uh, Mountain Dew commercials in India are super... It's like, hey, roll up your sleeves and get to work. We got Mountain Dew to drink. It's like a Chris Christie ad campaign or something. It's like, hey, the bridges are falling apart. There's chaos in the tunnels. Grab some Mountain Dew. We got a crisis on our hands. <clears throat> and uh, so I went to this like uh, 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 meditation retreat at this Buddhist monastery and there was like this very international group of students there and I was hanging out with these Israeli guys. I'm a Jew, but it, the American Jews and Israelis couldn't be more, op like American Jews use comedy to cope with tragedy constantly self-deprecating and finding comedy and everything. Israelis are the most tough as shit, humorless. Like, Israelis never joke around. Once in a while, you'll get an Israeli guy to tell a joke, and it'll be a joke that was translated from Hebrew like 5,000 years ago, and it's just the most spine-shattering. They're just like, yes, they say having a wife is like putting a nail in a cow's brain. You're like, Jesus Christ, you guys got Seinfeld over there? What the fuck is going on? You guys watch The Simpsons? I'm bluish. I'm black and Jewish, like Drake and Jesus. And, uh, thank you. I'll take it. I'll take it. My dad looks like Arthur Ashe, and my mom looks like Howard Stern. And that is why I look like Macy Gray. I try to walk away and I stumble. I always fuck with people on the subway. Where do I know you from? Macy Gray. I'm Macy. They're like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, right. My dad is from Haiti. My dad's Haitian. That means nothing. I just said a bunch of gibberish. 
My dad, um, my dad's from Haiti and he's 200 years old and he's, he's deaf in one ear and he's totally technologically illiterate and he, uh, I swear to God, he just found out what Google is like a few weeks ago and he called me up, he goes, oh, oh, now they have Google? Woo! You type one word in Google, bloop, bloop, one million words comes up. Under the sea. I can't, I can't do my dad's voice. Ah, oh, that was embarrassing. I can't do my dad's voice. I'll leave you with this. I, I went and saw Book of Mormon. Did anybody see Book of Mormon? It's great, right? The one thing they didn't talk about, though, this is the most fascinating part of Mormon culture. Mormon teenagers do this thing called soaking. Do you know what that is? They put their fucking... So you can't have premarital sex, right, if you're Christian or Mormon, because God will fucking pop a blood vessel in his brain. <laughs> So Mormon teenagers do this thing called soaking where they literally, they take their boner and they put it in their girlfriend's vagina, but they don't thrust back and forth. They just stand there, statue stiff. And they think like that's a loophole or like God wants it. Like God has like predator vision and he can only sense heat. So they just sit there with their penis in their girlfriend's vagina like a statue, and as long as there's no thrusting, God's cool with it. What kind of fucking backwoods, schizophrenic, Ted Kaczynski version of God do you have in your head where soaking is cool, but thrusting back and forth is where God's drawing the line? I hope you're not thrusting back and forth down there. No, 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 fuck that shit. Let your dick soak, yeah. Ooh, yeah, let that dick marinate, playboy. God's got a bunch of like deer ticks crawling in and out of his beard. He's in a greasy bathrobe, just fingering a bowling ball. <laughs> Did I say thrusting? You're going to hell! It's cuckoo banana loopholes in religion, right? There's like, you know, there's Catholic girls that only do anal sex. Do you know about this too? Just, some of them are here tonight. There's Catholic women that are saving their hymen for their honeymoon but up until then, bottomless fucking anal. Who is God? Like the creepy black dude at the end of Requiem for a Dream? He's just like, ass to ass, ass to ass. Stick it in a poop shoot, my man. You're on the fast track to heaven with all that bottomless anal you got going on down here. All my impressions sound like Foghorn Leghorn. What in the, I say what in the. Thank you guys so much. I love you. Good night. This message comes from Two Dope Queen sponsor, BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you figure out what's most important to you so you can prioritize it. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DopeQueens today to get 10% off your first month. I'm Terrence McKnight. Join me for a new season of the podcast where people tell stories about the classical music that shaped their lives. I'm Tom Hiddleston. My name is Natalie Joachim. I'm Marin Alsop, and you're listening to The Open Ears Project. You're going to meet some incredible people and maybe, like them, fall in love with a piece of music. The Open Ears Project. Listen wherever you get podcasts. more show yeah but i feel like the stage is like kind of messy so maybe we should just like kind of get somebody to come clean yeah it can up. someone like come out and clean this up because this can is somebody kind come of come check out the stage
The best. Oh. The best. The best. All right. Oh, you. Ah, you. I wore this shirt just for you, John. That sounds. I wore this extra layer of fat just for you. It's what I do. Wow. Thank you for coming all the way from New Jersey. I'm delighted. You know, so so I did come up from Jersey. You know, I've been I've been out of the business for about almost a year now, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, watching Jessica and always just Jessica was the only person that I've ever hired on The Daily Show off of five seconds of videotape. Uh, wow. I saw five seconds of videotape, and I went, "That's special." <laughs> And then we called, and, and we thought uh, we'd, we would love to have Jessica come work. And they said, well, she's at biology class right now. <laughs> and I was like, say that again? <laughs> uh, she was in college at the time. And so we uh, had to get her to give up her <laughs> family and diploma. <laughs> well, believe it or not, my mom was like, girl, you better go on ahead and go to New York. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you never see performers with such uh, power within oh. and your ability to bring that out in such a disarming and charming and beautiful way I've always admired and Aww, always. Thank you. and you too but I will say this what? I will say this and I mean this from the bottom of my heart <laughs> I thought I was getting back in show business where the fuck am I? <laughs> Like, I'm like, I'm going to be back in show business. <laughs> Welcome to Gwanis. Like, and then I thought, like, oh, this is one of those prank shows where, like, they pretend that they've got a dead body in a trunk, and I have to help them dump it in the Gowanus. Welcome to Gowanus. This is Brooklyn. Yeah. I know. See, this is... Have you been to Brooklyn before in all your time here in New York City? Let me tell you something about Brooklyn. So I've been, my grandmother and grandfather, Max and Ray, uh, lived above a candy store on 8th Street and Avenue O, Bensonhurst. Um, And so I have been to Brooklyn uh, many times. We were the the original people, the little small uh, goitery Jewish people (laughs) that made key foods what it is today. (laughs) We do. Thank God. That's amazing. Thank you. Keep foods, motherfucker. (laughs) Thank you. Keep foods in the motherfucking house. Uh, That's here. That's where my grandmother's catchphrase came from, was that (laughs) Avenue O, her catchphrase was, don't step in this shit, honey. (laughs) Wow, she sounds really beautiful. She's really... (laughs) She was... They were uh, tiny people. (laughs) Tiny, angry. My grandfather Max drove a cab, uh-huh. and my grandmother Ray, uh, her job was uh, disappointment in Max. <laughs> Beautiful. Which she did beautifully. Uh, I mean, she worked eight to ten hours a day. <laughs> But it was, yeah, man. It's really beautiful. That was our, our Brooklyn loud side. And then my, uh, uh, from uh, uh, Washington Heights was our communist side. So we had the communists, <laughs> the quiet communists in Washington Heights, and then the loud Jews from Brooklyn. And that's, that's how you get this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a cool mixture. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question for you. So I Sagittarius. Am... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> So you've listened to some of the episodes. I uh, consider myself mm-hmm. certainly a dope. <laughs> um, yes. Well, yeah, yeah, naturally. Is that the <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Return? I'll allow it. Will you allow it? Yeah, I will allow yeah, it. Yeah, allow it. I consider myself a dope. I know yes. a lot about My you. Ba- yes. Ooh, <laughs> 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 baby. It's all about sharing. I'm in heaven right now. Um, so uh, You guys are awesome. Thank so you. So you might know that I'm currently on the market for an older <laughs> gentleman. And I was just as about to throw up. Um, I was wondering if you like had any tips as to how I should go about yeah, yeah. procuring one. No question. 
conjuring one. Don't hug him too tight. Because, <laughs> like, what is to you a youthful and vivacious and beautiful woman, an expression of joy and love, right. is to them a truly dangerous and tenuous situation. And when you're dealing with uh, generally the people that you are going to be uh, embracing at this time have been drinking lactate for 15 to 25 years. So the calcium levels are really dangerously low. Now, on the plus side, okay. you can pick up a five foot, eight inch, nine inch person like they're a bird. So when you want love, and this is what, and I say this, and, and Jessica knows this, I say this uh, because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm here to help, I'm a teacher. <laughs> You don't want to embrace because of, obviously, the medical bills and situations. <laughs> Hold your finger out. Like this? And then, usually, an older Jewish man will climb on <laughs> right onto here. And then, what you can do is, if you want, and it depends yeah. on what you want to do. Okay. Tell, me what you, tell me where you'd want to go. Tell me, tell me what's a wonderful but thing to do. Take it easy. Take it easy. Where you want to go? Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to unleash yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. By the way, in very... this genre, that yeah. ain't happening either. So. Yeah. <laughs> I would maybe like want to go to the to the cloisters, like on a nice. Can I tell you something? Day. That's yes. a good. An old Jew would love that. Yeah. <laughs> I. Yeah. I grew my where I first lived was mm -hmm. very near the cloisters. Okay. Uh, and they we are drawn to that. I don't know if there is a, a beacon there, <laughs> some kind of bagel signal that goes up in the cloisters. <laughs> but the, you will find older Jewish men okay. who truly think that's fucking fascinating, <laughs> and would be like the cloisters. <laughs> I'll meet you on Dykeman Street <laughs> at one. We'll go. There's beautiful artwork there. People don't know. And uh, we'll have a nosh. Uh, you'll take me home at four, two hour nap. We'll get up. One cup vanilla ice cream. And then we'll watch Shoah. It's what we do. That's what we do. That's great. So bring it. Oh my God. I can't with you. I can't with you. Come oh, on, you. bring it. More no. questions. I see we have any more questions. Um, what? Wait, so what? What advice? We've been getting a lot of advice. I'm turning 27 um, in a couple That's, of days. I find that so hard do to you remember that? Do you remember that year being 27, or was it all like a drug filled blur at that time? I can give you a hint of my success at 27. I lived in a room um, <laughs> with another gentleman <laughs> on Grand Street. Uh, I had yet to, uh, what's the word they call? Um, Make it? Earn money. Oh. <laughs> so I was, at the time, I was the day bartender at Panchito's on McDougal Street. <laughs> they like to drink and eat shitty food. <laughs> The day bartender at a Mexican restaurant is generally the worst job because no one comes there during the day, so you are basically the prep man for the night bartender at a Mexican restaurant who will make money. <laughs> so I would leave there with just uh, nachos to go, and I'd go over to the, the comedy cellar where they would pay you in hummus. Um, <laughs> And then I would uh, go home, and the guy I lived with at the time was an alcoholic and used to throw bottles of alcohol. In the, we were in a room. I lived, so the room was this size, and there was a little loft, and I lived in the little loft, um, which, by the way, convincing young ladies yeah. at the time that that's a romantic balcony. A loft with a roommate is, I think, the purest form of contraception. Uh, and I, was, and, I, and I was 27 years old, so, so our experiences, I have nothing to offer you. Wait, were you doing, you Similar. were doing stand-up at the time or no? I was doing stand-up, yeah. yes. Yeah. That was, and, and the market had decided <laughs> at that time yeah. that, that that was my worth. And uh, <laughs> so it was, yeah, I'd, I'd been in the city, I got to the city like 86, 87, that was probably, I turned 27, Brian, burr, 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 burr. 
90. I'm six. What is 60? What's 62 plus 27 is 89. So 89. So 89. And then uh, I. That was the year. That was the year that I started, that I quit bartending and started stand-up full-time. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Do, you, do you have, do you have any advice for, like, I'm, I'm a little nervous because I'm in my late twants now, as we That's say. That's great. I'm 31. I've been you guiding have, you. Do you. You don't have, listen to me. So do you have any advice, like, late, late twants or early you thirds? Know, I, I do, I, for normal late 20s and early 30s, I do, but you don't, seem to under, you don't seem to grasp who you are and what you are. So I, and which, by the way, is beautiful about you, and which is what I love, and which is what I love. But to give you advice is basically like, here's the advice that's going to be, is like, just try not to get hit by Pokeballs, because you're a fucking like, you're, you're... I be gaming. You're, you're be gaming. Like, um, it's... My advice to you is always the same as it's always been, which is know yourself and be who you are because who you are is so fucking wonderful and so beautiful that you just do your thing that, you know. Thank you. This is like... Everybody give it up for John Stewart. I'm Terrence McKnight. Join me for a new season of the podcast where people tell stories about the classical music that shaped their lives. I'm Tom Hiddleston. My name is Natalie Joachim. I'm Marin Alsop, and you're listening to The Open Ears Project. You're going to meet some incredible people and maybe, like them, fall in love with a piece of music. The Open Ears Project. Listen wherever you get podcasts. tonight. I think you guys would agree, yes? Uh, our next guest is, she's amazing. She's currently a writer on Transparent. She was the head writer of Inside Amy Schumer. No braggies. She has a book out now called You'll Grow Out of It. You she's guys so know. funny. Yeah. Give it up for Jesse Clark! LA. I moved to LA. So we did. Oh, but I, I listen to your podcast in the car all the time. Yay! Yay. Yes, I do. I don't That's understand why commute. you're single. How is this continuing? Oh, I mean, I was in a relation, and then I a shipsies, yeah, yeah. A shipsies, and <laughs> then um, uh-huh, uh-huh. I broke up with my ex last year. So I've been, you know, talk- sure. And also, yeah. it seems like there's a lot of, you know. There's a lot of trash out there. It There's seems. so much trash. Yeah. It is you... a full sanitation strike out there. <laughs> <laughs> like when they strike and you're so like, there can't trash. possibly be higher garbage bag mountains. And then you're like, <laughs> oh, they're filled with like every guy I dubbed. It's like right in like this Whole Foods around the corner where it's like, oh, there's lots of trash there. Um, yeah. It's all of the hot Indian food that's left over at the end of day. Yeah. Whole Foods. <laughs> Just like, here's all the basmati rice nobody ate. So what's like one of your worst fuckboy situations oh god um i mean there was a guy that i like uh had what i th- i was trying to have a one-night stand you ever try to have a one-night stand i'd never had one and i was like let's try and cross that off and then um <laughs> and like we had like sexy sex and i waltzed out of there and i was like spike the ball and um <laughs> And then he started, he's like, hey, 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 like more, even though we lived in different cities. And then he convinced, I don't know, I got sucked in. Like my friend calls it like Shelter Island of Dick or whatever. <laughs> and, um, and, then, uh, and then he wanted to have, he was like, but we didn't know each other that well. And then um, he like came to visit me and uh, he, we were like, I gotta have sex. I know it's so sad. And then he was like, <laughs> we're like, he was like, can we have sex without a condom? And I... I know it's very the more you know right now very like shooting star and I honest I was so like sucked into I the shameful part of it is that I was like 
my thought process was because I grew up in the 80s I was like very pro condom uh-huh. I was like I put a condom on just like going to bed alone at night just in <laughs> case just in case there's full blown AIDS that's gonna come in my window <laughs> and um like I'm terrified of AIDS and so I was such a good girl and then but my stupid thought, I like this guy, and my thought process was, well, clearly the only reason this single guy who I've known for like two weeks is asking me to have sex without a condom is because he's in love with me and knows that we're going to be together forever and he's never going to see anyone else. We all have journeys. We all have uh, journeys. It's a journey. Yeah. Okay. It's a journey. <laughs> Different time. So did you, you actually went through we, it. We, I went through with it. And, um, and then, How was it? Was it weird? Was it good? <laughs> was it weird? Was, was weird? it good? Was it good? <laughs> um, a, B, and C, you guys. <laughs> All of the above. And then, yeah, and then after that, uh, he was like, yeah, um, I'm very busy. Um, Whoa. And uh, it just went on and on. Um, like, 30 years later, uh, no, he was like... I, I I just was sucked into it, and then he I one day I was like, what if we just tried, um, like just dating each other? And he was like, I am not very interested in that. He did the thing where he basically was like, I would like to keep dating you, but very much also want to date and fuck other people. Wow. But like, to really want to keep dating you, but also the other people, <laughs> and the others and the other fuckings, and wow. yeah. And I was like, oh, I have to think about it, and. Um, <laughs> texted all my friends and I was like what do I do um, and yeah they were all just like Ghost. get rid immediately yeah. so I got out yep yeah. 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 sucks run along yeah it sucks it's so hard and you get you just get I feel like you go into a trance but I don't you know. won yeah, though like, like you yeah. won an Emmy like yeah you know, I got you, you, you like <laughs> just fucking wrote won. a fucking book I will say this I will say this so yeah last year uh, we won an Emmy for Inside Amy Schumer which was like my thank you <laughs> We were not expecting it. We are just like little like garbage animal writers who like <laughs> we're so used to sitting and like we were like, are we allowed to order a large hail and hearty soup today? And, uh, <laughs> like that was the level of expectation we had for our lives. Is like maybe mediums, maybe just mediums and smalls. <laughs> and um and then we go to the Emmys and uh but it's tomato orzo. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh that's, that's the best a great one. one. The I chicken tomato one. orzo. The chicken meatball one mm, I love too. Yeah, oh, that's God. a good one. Uh, so we go yeah, I think they're all very familiar with Alan Hardy's menu. Because <laughs> they have their everyday soups and um <laughs> and uh, I'm doing like a full live commercial. Um but anyway, uh yeah, so we're at the Emmys and we're just like, oh my god, I can't believe we're here and uh and then we went and I go up on stage and I'm like shaking like a leaf because I'm like seeing through the other side of the TV you know where you're like I'm yeah. on the other side of the TV <laughs> and the like thought that comes into my head true story like like I should just be like oh my god I can't believe this honor but all I could think was I hope every single one of my fucking ex-boyfriends is watching yeah! I fucking hope every single one of my ex-boyfriends is watching Get that ass, Every dude. Every single one. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah get that so ass. you're in LA. You got a husband. You I have got a, a baby. Husband, I have baby. a baby. How old's your baby? My baby um, is like uh, I'm gonna say 13 months. I always hate when parents do that thing where it's like he's 27,000 months, <laughs> and 400 days, and one minute old. I don't know. He's about a year old. Oh. I promise. Uh, yeah, he's dope. He's like a nice. He's a little dude. He yeah, like waddles around. So you have your your other baby, which is your book. This is your first book. This is my first book. Yeah. That's wow. amazing. I, what's the title again? The title is "You'll Grow Out of It." Where does and that come from? The title? Yeah. Um, it comes out of a list of other titles that weren't good. <laughs> and that was the one where we were like, is this not awful? And I was like, good enough. And they were like, the deadline's today. I'm like, okay, that's the title. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It was, the book is sort of about um, like trying to, it's like, uh, it's like uh, memoirish, personal essays, uh, observations, but the focus is kind of, Trying to become a lady person oh, yeah, and yeah. Um, and finding that to be like a real struggle um, <laughs> between you know like the spanks and the bleeding and the men and the you know 
Is there anything not in the book that you want to tell all of us right now so we can live our best lives? Oh, gosh. Living your best life that's not in the book. Um, I mean, I think... Um, I feel like one really good piece of advice that I will say that I did not know in my 20s, and I'm now 40... Um, Wait, what? What? Yeah, you look, oh, come now. Like, you know, you look Everyone. great. Yeah, you look You're amazing. like the Angela Bassett of white ladies. Oh. <laughs> The best, if that could have been the blurb on my book. <laughs> I am calling the publisher. I'm like, stop the presses. New blurb. <laughs> Angela Bassett. Damn. Um, I have to say, um, on, and, and this applies, I think, to many aspects of life. Men, drinking, lots of things. Quit while you're ahead. All Ooh. three of them? Um, all, well, just like very much... Uh, I feel like much of my 20s and 30s, I was quitting when I was quite behind. Mm. <laughs> um, it's so much nicer to quit while you're ahead. Yeah. You know, just like when you're like on a date with a guy, like drinking, definitely quit while you're ahead. Um, <laughs> if you're on a date with a guy, it's going super well. Like before the no condom sex, just like leave, like let it linger. <laughs> Like all of it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that advice. I love that. Yeah, That's just so you know, good. take it home, let it marinate, think about <laughs> it, stewing it, let it, let it wash over you. <laughs> all right, well, yeah, this was great. This, this was, was amazing. Nice. Yeah, guys, I'm happy to have been your white lady book club energy of the night. It's so good. Hashtag, I'm with her. I'm with her. I'm with her. Thank you, guys. Give it up for Jesse Glenn. Can't wait to read your book. <laughs> You just heard Jesse Klein, John Stewart, and Eric Andre. Two Dope Queens is produced by Joanna Solitaroff, Jen Poyant, Paula Schumann, and Rachel Newell. Our team includes Joe Plord, Dara Hirsch, Jeremy Bloom, Isaac Jones, Ed Haber, and Shanoa Estrada. Hey, babies! Exciting announcement! Jess and I are coming to Boston! That's right. On January 27th, 2017, we're going to be doing a live show at the Wilbur Theater. We're so excited to take our baby on the road, and because you're all super fans of the show, you can buy ticks now as part of our pre-sale. The code is BOSTON, and you can use that code until this Friday when tickets are open to the public. Once again, the code is BOSTON. It's going to be amazing. We're going to hang out. We're going to go to the Cheers bar. We're going to, like, fucking get lit. Get them tips. And subscribe to our podcast. Reviews are great, too. Yeah, it really helps. Thanks. We'll be back with a new show real soon. YQY. Stop it. (laughs) Please do not carry that into season two. Yes, Gaga. Oh, no, Gaga. (laughs) (laughs) Mmm, I'm burp. You're absurd. (laughs) Wow. Sorry. What's up? Hey, beautiful. Hey, mom. Hello. Me in the car. And and we're trying to prepare for the permits test, the driving test. Which one did you tell me? Which one did you tell me was easier? Is it San Pedro? Yeah, mom, but I got to go. I got to go. I'm recording Two Dope Queens. Okay, first, I want to say I love you, Phoebe. I love you, too. Hi, everybody on Two Dope Queens. Love you guys. You don't know them. We have to go, Mom. Oh, so <laughs> embarrassing. Okay, Mom, I gotta go. That was so cute. Bye, Mom. <laughs>